Welcome to 1989, Inside the Diary of a Wannabe Radio Announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning, it's Billy. Way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Yeah, welcome back into the folds of my teenage mind. It's wet and gushy and filled with a huge dose of self-confidence and bravado. None of it well-deserved or entitled, but that didn't stop 19-year-old me in any way, shape or form. Uh, No doubt it was uh, also why I took it upon myself to follow up on my godmother's guidelines and wrestle with a biro every day for a year, noting every tick of the clock in my diary and not much else. Anyway, we struggle on. Let's get our heads sorted for the year of 1989 by teleporting back there via the music that was making its chart debut this week on the Aussie Music Charts via chartbeats.com.au. July 16 of 89 ushered in brand new stuff from Texas with I Don't Want a Lover in at number 42. Tone Loke's Funky Cold Medina took out number 37 and the highest debut of the week went to a New Zealand-born but Aussie-based former model who, just like Madonna, only went by her first name. It's just that her first name was Colette. Anyway, her debut song, Ring My Bell, went top five in Feb of 1989. With uh, Ring My Bell, it was the highest debut of that week. With All I Want to Do Is Dance this week, it's in at number 18. She was famous back then for performing in bright fluorescent lycra clothing, including a fetching combo of bike shorts, yes, bike shorts, bras and braces, teamed with a black leather jacket. Anyway, this was a horrendo song. In fact, I went and checked the video on YouTube and Sweet Baby Cheeses, it's just unbearable and proof that Australian music in 1989 really had zero idea about dance music. Bless her for trying. She released more songs, a third one later in 89, two in 1990, one in 1991, and one in 1995. None of them had much chart success. And in 1995, Colette retired to pursue a career as a stylist and makeup artist. And that, weirdly, is the true, not quite Hollywood story of Colette. If only she'd kept a diary and made a podcast about it her loss. But coming up in my podcast, without my mum and little bro around, depression kicks in. But a phone call helps reduce the mirth feels. I've had just about enough of a workmate's bitching, moaning and complaining. So naturally, I'll bitch and moan and complain about it in my diary. So same, same, but completely ignorant to my own hypocrisy. Also, computers start featuring my daily work life and I'm introduced to my first ever and this is very important, first ever non-alcohol tasting punch. 
and it's actually a disaster. Uh, to help me pick through all of that, it's time to welcome back another set of my besties. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? Jonesy and Helen, welcome. Hello, Ben. Oh my God, what I'm about to unleash on you two, I feel sorry already. I've, I've just been enjoying it and I remember, I just had a flashback, when you got your own personal ID, 6KA giving you the hits with Ben Wosley and you used to lord it over me and Russ Bromfield because we didn't have them. Oh, because you we were late arrivals, that's right. And we never got one and you had the professional voiceover guy I think it might have been Grant Goldman or someone like that who did the voiceover. You are we so, so cut about this. I'm so cut. I'm so cut. And it was so on 6KA, giving you the hits with Ben Wosley. And you used to play that every song over every intro. Okay, rightio. I would have lauded it over you. That is so me. I'm embarrassing. Yeah, I love that you still love me. Love you very much, mate. Oh, God, that's funny. Well, I've got updates for you because Mark Littler got in touch and updated us on a few things. B was either the cleaner or the chef at the tavern or the lady chef at the tavern, as he described it, and friends with Russell Bromfield. Does yeah. that trigger no, anything with you? No. no. no I'm thinking friends, with, friends with Russell Bromfield was Donna Bromelow. Yeah. Yes, Donna Bromelow. She had three kids. She was 30. At the time, she was 36 or 37. She was ancient to us. She was. She was like an old lady. We used to call her that. <laughs> yeah, look, at, I'm 52 now. Oh, it hurts. We were oh, yeah, but she was lovely. She was a really nice lady. And we also got news that Bradley apparently, um, and Mark's described me as the guy who loved radio and clung to you, was either from School's Out Show or the video store. <laughs> So Bradley, I, mean, I bet you it's the video store. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 for the life of me, I just no. I, I can't place Bradley. But you remember in Karatha, you wouldn't be there for long. If, and if you're, it was like Children of the Corn. If you're over forty, wandering around there, people would look at you strange. Yeah. I remember my parents came up to visit, and they said, "Why is everyone looking at us?" And I said, "Because you're over 40. Yeah, it, like no one retires the to cemetery. the middle of the northwest of WA. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, come on, there was three people in the cemetery. There was three people. <laughs> <laughs> and that's only because that there was wet ground and they could dig a hole that week. That, that was it. Oh, that's so bleak. <laughs> well, I know it is, isn't it? I'm it. sure there'd be Sorry more. To bring the tone there'd be down. more in the cemetery now. <laughs> I love when you bring the tone down. <laughs> All right, is there any more secrets that you want to reveal or memories that you want to shove in before we start turning pages no, on the diary? I just, oh, I loved Karatha driving. That's all I'll say. Oh. driving. I never saw a movie there, no, but we I never did. Went Remember, I had to go and host MC for the Karatha Bikers, Ian Moss performing up on the stage. Oh my God, you would have loved that. And no, because I used to hate talking in front of people. And I took Lisa Fairclough with me, and Lisa was going to wear a really short skirt. And I said to her, Is that wise? And she said, Don't tell me what I can and can't wear. <laughs> and I said, I'm just saying. And then, as we're about to go in the car to go to Karatha Driving, she came out in a pair of jeans. And I said, but what happened with this? And she said, I just, you know, I, I've got a bike. We got there and she said, thank God you told me not to wear that short skirt because yeah, the crowd God. was just feral. Did In I get to You were, I don't know where you were that you couldn't go to that. I think you might have been working or something. Oh, okay. My favourite memory of Karatha is Helen um, cracking her head open and open uh, having watched an oh. episode of, was it a country practice? Yes, and uh, Molly died. Yeah. <laughs> I was just so devastated that I had I was sobbing 
and I just pulled the cupboard open and no, just it wasn't, smacked. I don't think it was Molly. It was the other oh, one. Oh, no, it was Stevie, Stevie. on the white oh. And I was on the radio and she rang me up oh. and you'd open the cupboard and cracked your head up and you said, I've got to go to hospital. I've split my head open. And I went to hospital and they kept asking me again <laughs> yeah. and again, is your boyfriend at home? Where's yeah. your boyfriend? Yeah. That was so suspicious. And they thought I was, yeah, they thought, they thought I was. A... I, they thought I'd been beaten up. Naturally, in a mining town in the 80s, you would have to do that. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> just the story as well, though. I was crying about a country practice and I cracked my head open on a door handle. Just <laughs> is so not real at all. <laughs> So good. Like, I was staying at um Judy's house. Yeah, um, that's right. Like, yeah, yeah. God, I love I think that we're story. house sitting or something. <laughs> oh, the best. <laughs> and that's how and emotional Helen gets over Australian <laughs> drama. <That's> it. <laughs> it was a devastating time. <laughs> <Terrible>. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Yeah, right, let's go. This is uh, Sunday, July 16. It was written at 2:09 a.m. My bedroom is so empty. No mum, no Tom. Slightly depressing. Woke up about 9.30 to the sound of Lee in the living room. I stayed in bed. I wasn't in the mood to be nice to Lee. She really does annoy me? Question mark? I don't know with question mark. I don't honestly did not work out how to use question marks properly at 19. I remember Lee. Who's Lee? Who's Lee? I reckon Lee must have been staying with us at, for a while as well, but I'm sure she was a sales chick. Oh, no. You don't remember? No. no. no I don't remember. And she had a daughter called Kara or something. No, I would definitely remember no, that. No, Sorry, <coughs> Lee. Did you do something to get rid of her? Yeah, what did you do, Ben? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Uh, but she did annoy me. I uh, got up about 10, 10.30, watched television. Kent and Michelle went shopping. Julie and I partially tidied up the house. Oh, partially. Uh, <laughs> Kent and Michelle made us lunch. It was absolutely beautiful. I went to the station about three, recorded some ads. Kent, Michelle and Julie came down and we recorded the Menzies commercial. We did half an hour of bloopers which I read now and think, oh, how torturous. (laughs) Can we just get the fucking thing recorded and get out of here? Remember when bloopers, when you first discovered bloopers and you thought that everyone wanted to hear your bloopers and they would think they were the most hilarious thing in the world? The only person that thinks bloopers are funny are the people that are contributing to the bloopers. And even now I can't Yeah. There's so many references to me running off tapes of the bloopers that I'll keep forever and it's like, Uh, you didn't. Um, I finally got on air at 6 with Take 40 Australia. Didn't talk till 9.30pm. Mum rang up somewhere between Kalgoorlie and Perth. That cheered me up a bit. Got home and Kent, Sean and I watched some movies. Now off to bed. Night, dude. 2.19am. Dude. So so hang on, your mum... And Ben drove to Caratha. Well, I'm Ben, so it was... Not Ben, no, your brother, your brother. <laughs> your brother of the same name. Jonesy, Jonesy, my name's Ben. Contractually, you need to use that. <laughs> no, but uh, you also your mum... And Tom caught a Tom bus drove... from Adelaide oh. all the way to Caratha and then back. Helen... I caught a bus from Caratha to Perth. It was the worst 20 hours of my life. Yeah, I did I Perth to Adelaide and good Lord, how uh... that... How does anyone do bus travel? <laughs> Sorry, bus drivers. 
But God, what a fucking nightmare. Oh, it's shocking. Uh, yeah. yeah, you would have heard the multiple references to my mother's drug abuse in the last few episodes in relation to that. <laughs> it's the only way to survive. Um, this is July 17. It's a Monday and it's uh, written at 11.55pm. Today, I was working by Sean at my door asking me if I had to start at 10. It was 9.30. I got up and showered, got dressed, had an apple for breakfast and got to work just after 10. Lee was in a shit today. Gosh, she's a pain in the ass. Honestly, all she ever does is bitch and moan and complain. Okay, you didn't like Lee. Didn't like Lee. No. Apparently well, we don't remember Lee, so we're not offended. Yeah. Didn't like the negative Nancy, and I'm more than happy to bitch, moan, and complain about it in my diary, but not to her face. <laughs> no. no. No, of course, course not. You never do it to them. Correct way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my shift from two to six went well, although I did manage to do some stuff-ups every now and then. That was slightly annoying. Still, no one is perfect. Oh. And definitely not you. Lee wants us, e.g. Julie and I, to come to tea tomorrow. It's the last thing I want to do, but never mind. We'll go anyway. (laughs) (laughs) A free meal. Anything for a free meal. How 20-year-old is that? I hate her, but it's a free meal. Came home. Julie and Michelle were cooking tea, which was great. Spent most of the night writing letters, and now I'll hit the sack. Oomphed, which is spelt O-O-O-M-P-H, and then 12.03 a.m. What the fuck is oomph? What's all? I don't know. That's not see ya or goodbye or adios, dude. I like how these diary entries have absolutely no bricks of detail. It's just pretty much. Just a run sheet. It's just a run sheet. A forensic run run sheet. There's nothing about, you know, who, what she did to tick you off or, you know, I I suppose. Or what you really feel. Or what you really feel. I'm so closeted in so many ways. (laughs) All right, this is uh, Tuesday, July 18. It's 11.44pm. Thinking just now, shit, this year has gone ultra quickly. Wow, mate. (laughs) Ultra. At least I'm putting some of my thoughts down on paper. (laughs) It'll be Christmas sooner than I think. Woke up about eight today, made breakfast, read last Wednesday's advertiser. Sad, ain't it? (laughs) Oh, so people must have been sending me copies of the advertiser from Adelaide a week later. God. (laughs) Let it go, mate. build another church in Adelaide. (laughs) (laughs) 100%. You were 19. I what know. a regimented I know. You life. are such a dork. I was. <laughs> it kills me. Where's the party? And I honestly what? thought I was cool, but there is nice, uh, nothing cool in here. Did, did you think? You, actually, did you think Ben was cool? I always thought you were cool. There was yeah, something. I always thought you were cool. There was something I always found with Ben. And would you agree with this? I always just thought he was so mature. Yeah. You know, you're always, and you seem to be always a bit pissed off. Yeah. But because everyone was immature. <laughs> No, every, and you're always like you rolling your eyes and going, oh, you know. But you wouldn't find you drunk on the doors. No, no, like no. us. No. Remember no. that time when we had no money and we spent our last $5 on a cask of wine? On a goon. On a goon bag. <laughs> and you gave us so much grief. Did I? Was, yeah, and you said, I can't believe you guys are older than me. I can't believe you've had. <laughs> we had no money for groceries. We had no money for groceries. So Bought a cask of wine and got pissed. Yeah, and you said, I just I just can't why wouldn't you put that money into something else? You could buy frozen chips. I was probably sitting there eating something in a creamy sauce while I said it all as well. <laughs> well it was, but the reason we were broke is because of you and your fancy shopping. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Although we did appreciate it. 
<laughs> did like it. We love the weight gain. This yeah. is the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so showered, got to work just before 10. Mum called to say hello. I'm home. Oh, mum called to say hello, and then I've got comma, I'm home. So it should be, mum called to say hello, I'm home. Nice to hear her voice. I hope this is edited. Yeah, he's got it. It totally is. I hope this is edited. (laughs) I'm probably going to leave that bit in. Uh, Dad called later in the day to say thanks for his birthday present. I'd forgotten I'd given it to him. Slack, eh? (laughs) My shift ran nice and smooth. Went home at about court to seven. Julie and I walked to Lee's and had an absolutely fantastic dinner. This is that dinner I didn't want to go to. Thank God it was fantastic. Oh, exactly. And Did you walk- write down what you had? No. So out of character. No, you, you, you were banging on the other day about how you had a baked potato in the microwave at Jan Swan's place. <laughs> a microwave <Surely>. potato. <laughs> so surely it would have been better than that. Well, it can't have been. Maybe I hate Lee so much I thought... Her food doesn't work, isn't worthy of recording in my diary. <laughs> that is so you. Hundred percent. So oh god, that is so passive aggressive. Stuck up little nerd. I uh, had an ab- absolutely fantastic. Oh, we've done fantastic dinner, and we walked home at about ten thirty. Off to Betty Buys now, and Betty Buys is spelt B E double D Y. And then B Y E S. Night eleven forty nine p.m. It's an early night for Ben. Yeah. It is an early night. Yeah. Follow up isn't so early. This is July, Wednesday the nineteenth, twelve thirty one a.m. Well, what a busy day. Got up at eight and lay in bed till eight thirty. Had some breakfast, <laughs> then showered. See forensic again. <laughs> That's very busy. Mm, so busy. <laughs> doing nothing, (laughs) went to work and got there just after 10 again, had a couple of commercials that needed doing, went out with Neville to see a client. Oh, God. He wants me to do his advertising. I've got no idea what to do for him. Story of my advertising life. (laughs) Uh, My shift from two to six went well. Mary came over just after six. I cut it off some on this day's. We walked home and watched A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. I've written it in Roman numerals, so I had to check. Is it one slash, then a V? That's a four, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's four. Very good. It was bitchin'. And I've dropped yeah. the G and put an exclamation point. Oh, that's oh. It was bitchin'. The special effects were fantastic. We, and then I've got, as in Kent, Mary and I, drove to the 24-hour roadhouse, 12 kilometres from Caratha, got some what? food, came home, watching another movie. Mary went home and now to sleeps. Night, 12.37 a.m. Oh, the Caratha yeah. Roadhouse. Man, that was the only place that was open at night. Yeah. Remember that? And it was like That's Wolf Creek. It is a commitment. It is we like Wolf Creek as well. Uh, Don't look at the urban dictionary. Thursday, the 20th of July, uh, written at 1.01am. At work today, 10 to 6pm, the computer was stuffing up, so all my printouts were wrong. This is the first time I've had a reference of a computer, I reckon. The mu- that would have been the music lock. Here we yeah, go. We have, yes. I actually covered that off. Have I told you we now use the computer printouts for our shifts? It tells us when and what song to play, when to talk. It's great. When it's not stuffing up, that is. Story of computers in radio's life. Anyway, my shift from two to six went okay. Did a few stuff-ups, but nothing major. Kent and Julie were going to the tavern tonight. I went and did the shopping by myself. Oh, loser. Got home, had some tea, went to the station and did a request show promo. Now I've come home. Kent's pissed as a fart and moaning about his head hurting. 
I'm now going to the land of nightmares and dreams. Ooh, one twelve a.m. What? That's dramatic. <laughs> that is dramatic. I, I think it's the Nightmare on Elm Street thing. All right. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> yeah, let's get into uh, Friday, July 21 at 1.34 a.m. Well, today I got up about 10. Well, actually, I was woken up by Lee at my door, asked me when I'm going to do an ad, question mark. Ask me when I'm going to do an ad? <sighs> Shit, she annoys me sometimes, probably because she just wants you to do your work, mate. Stuffed around for a while, see? Could have been doing work. Sean and I went down to the station about two. Recorded some commercials for Adventure Sports. They worked really well. Went down to Karatha Retrovision and hired a movie camera for the making of a movie. Oh, good Lord, whatever happened to this? <laughs> First, we went to the station and did a tour of 6KA. Then we went to the hire shop and the video store. Back home, toured through the house, quick trip around town, and then I did a private bit. What? Then, then I did a private bit tonight. We, Julie and I, are getting up at five today to film a sunrise and go to Dampier. So I'm going to sleep. See ya, 1.41am. Weird. Do you still have this video? You know what? We've seen that video. I remember we watched that. We watched that when we were there. Right. That video. I can't believe we went to film the hire shop. You fucking loser. (laughs) Everyone want to see the hire shop, everyone. Come on, let's film it. (laughs) Flog. All right. um, This is Saturday, July 22. Well, was today a big day? There's no question mark there, so I'm just going to assume, well, was today a big day? I'm writing this at a later date. Let me explain. Ordinary day, no work today, day off. Got up at 5am, went filming with Julie, spent most of the day transferring film to VHS. Anyway, all that aside, Kent and I left home at about 8, went to the tavern, got a bottle of vodka each, and caught a taxi to Jody's party. Anyway, we polished off a bottle together. Okay, so we've had half a bottle of vodka each. Then I got stuck into this non-alcoholic, and then I've got inverted commas, tasting punch. It was full of tequila. I lost hours from that night, insulted some people, made others laugh, and met met this girl called Nikki. She looked after me while I chucked my guts up. She also called me a taxi and escorted me home, spending the night with me. Ooh-er, nothing happened. The state I was in, not even a nympho homosexual would have slept with me. What? Got home about 3.30am, I think? So, the last memory I have of that party was reaching into a new plastic garbage bin that they'd put the punch in and grabbing handfuls of fruit that had been marinating in tequila for three <laughs> days and just eating it. And the last thing I remember was drinking straight from the second bottle of vodka and then I was just vomiting everywhere. Oh, I want to hear about the people you insulted. Yeah. Wow. I don't think there's no record, but we might find out what I did in uh, the next few entries. But I do remember that is where I got my nickname, Benjamin. Wisely, because oh, no. I was because such when, a little vomit turd. And when we got to Karatha, you weren't much of a drinker. Remember that? No. You'd always yeah. talk yeah, about. That's what we were saying before. You used to yeah. talk about, oh, I, I don't drink. I like to stay in control. 
<laughs> yeah, because um, in the, in the next episode, guys, I start vomiting blood. Really? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, really? yeah it is terrible. hectic. I actually actually miss a day of work and get a pink slip warning from Neville. No way. Yes I way. Never, you never said this. You never said you got a pink. Oh, I never knew this. After this party, after this party, I never drank the same ever again because I was so ill. You've uh. never spoken about this to us. You used to mention you had a day off work, but you never mentioned that you got a, <laughs> a pink slip. you get a You had one I day off Never let give you a pink slip warning for the yeah. drop of barometric oh. pressure. Yeah. What you talked about? You said the weather wrong, mate. That's a pink slip warning. <laughs> so true. <laughs> he's going to send you one for that comment in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I had a few pink slip. Actually, he's the only person I ever got a warning from in radio in my thirty-year career. God, I, in Wollongong one time, but it was, it was a different. It was more of a political thing. And now and they wouldn't dare. No, God, no. no. <laughs> I, I dream oh, I'm of glad it. Glad you had a good night. I dream. <laughs> of it. Well, yeah, maybe I had a good night. I'd love to know what I insulted people with. I know, I'd love to know. It would have been eye rolling. Yeah, and something about, how dare you say that about Jagmen clothing. Yeah. (laughs) All right, will you come back again soon, please? Of course. We have to come back. Yeah. I'll have to talk to Helen's agent to get her back on. Yeah, well, obviously. Because the amount of whinging that goes on, oh, do I have to do it? Of course you have to do it. I never even liked him. He was your friend. (laughs) the best well thank you for uh, drinking and watching the block with me while we did the podcast good on you my man Uh, as I alluded to in the next episode the ramifications of me discovering non-alcohol tasting punch has huge consequences like vomiting blood missing an actual on air shift and witnessing my boss blow his top at me but don't worry I'll just slip on a pair of jazzy new jag pants and fix everything or at least I get compliments and that makes me think I've fixed everything Cindy finishes up at the radio station and a Demi Moore movie affects me way more than I thought it could. Once again, in every episode, we like to try and help raise Indigenous voices and this time around, it's all about the Healing Foundation. They're a national Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander organisation that partners with communities to address the ongoing trauma caused by actions like the forced removal of children from their families. They're actually leading the way in research into Indigenous healing and they have a stack of resources around intergenerational trauma, community healing, knowledge creation and the stolen generation. They also support locally run projects plus do training and education, research and commemoration. So you can help their work by making donations or even work with them. To find out more, head to healingfoundation.org.au or to Healing Our Way on Instagram. It's time to press the go button on the 1989 theme tune as created by the uber-talented enigmatic DJ Dirtbag. My thanks to him and Jezalenko for uh, both their amazing audio work on this podcast. And if you're yet to subscribe or share or review this podcast, it would be fabulous if you could. I'd love a few new listeners. So if you can be bothered talking it up to the ones you know that love a podcast, listen, get them around. They might enjoy the giggle. You can also follow us on socials at 1989. And until next episode, I am, of course, loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Bye.